Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pauls is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another edition of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number nine, back in the studio with producer Dan. Number nine, number nine, number nine. Happy happy holidays that they're over. <clears throat> oh, gosh. So glad to see that they're over. And you know what? Happy New Year, Dan. Happy New Year to all the listeners. Happy New Year to you, Corey. So I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday season and uh, are looking forward to a great 2019 because I know that we are, uh, producer Dan and myself, and uh, just wanted to do, we got some great things to talk about this week. Um, uh, again, back in the studio, did a traveling show last week. Dan, what did you think about that? Um, I was a little disturbed by it because it <laughs> pointed out how little you actually need me. <laughs> To be here, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought you guys are hilarious, yeah. and uh, yeah, and and well, I was we, hoping it would sound worse. I really was. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I, R- Rusty will be happy to hear that. You know, he and I had a. Uh, uh, we've known each other for longer. So it, I got that impression. Yeah, that you guys are maybe a little tight. Yeah, yeah. So b- <laughs> yeah, before we uh, move on to uh, some of my experiences this week, I wanted to say thank you to SmartBeers.com, who remind us in twenty. 2019 that if you're going to bring, drink beer, make sure you drink smart. So thank you to smartbeers.com. So Dan, sure. let me tell you what has happened over the last couple of days. So I have this bright idea that, and I, do I sound a little like I have a little bit of a cold? You've, a little froggy. Yeah. Maybe this is my new voice. Ooh, your that, broadcast voice? Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, I'm like You're finally bit. going through puberty. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man, that's funny. You know, I actually had vocal nodules when I was a kid going through puberty. Oh, and no. And my voice like would scratch so much. I got made fun of so badly uh, in junior high, believe it or not. Not only did they make fun of me for my voice scratching, Mm-hmm. Then I would try. I was still, you know, playing quarterback and have to yell all the time, and, I, and it would be like, <laughs> I don't want to come out. Yeah. They also called me Acne Acres because I had so much, so much. So wow, that's that's cold. I didn't, that's I didn't cold. expect to go back to junior high Acne at the beginning Acres. of the show, but yeah, yeah can that you wasn't that? in your show notes. And I had giant, either. almost uh, like uh, like giant glasses before I started wearing contacts, <laughs> oh my, and what a mess. I, and I wore spectacular silk shirts. Nice. Anyway, so I have this bright idea to uh, you know, right when everyone's starting to get back to work, I, I said, you know, honey, let's take the kids up to the mountains and you know do some sledding and you know, a little bit of skiing. Now, when did you do this? So we did it the day after. After New Year's. Oh, oh so wow. So Wednesday. So we drive up to Big Bear. It takes three hours to get there. My wife hates the way I drive in the mountains. Nice. I was like, I, I think I'm driving a Porsche, even though I'm driving a, you know, an SUV. <laughs> so we get to the Holiday Inn in Big Bear, right downtown for anyone that's ever been there. It's a nice little property. They got a hot tub and a, you know, heated pool. And, and I, when I called, literally three, four months ago because I, I, and I, and I made it so that I could cancel the day before without having to pay. Smart. So, so I paid a higher rate, but I said to the, to the person in the reservations line, I said, look, I've been here before. I need the hospitality suite that overlooks the pool with a big living room in the middle, a separate room to one side for my wife and I have a little, you know, downtime, you know, little, you know, mom and dad time. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then a room on the other side with a full on bar and, and, you know, 
kitchenette in the middle. You know, we have a nice time. We're, and I booked it for originally for three days. Okay, okay? we're we're going to re- recap. You know, re- regroup for 2019. Right. Uh, all that stuff. I didn't know Holiday Inns had rooms like that. Yeah, well, this is a really nice Holiday. It's like Inn. yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's it's like it's called the Lodge. You know, it's just run by holiday. Right, right. All right. So anyway, and I say to the person over the phone, and it needs to overlook the pool. Is this the right room? Because as I I understand, there's only one of these rooms that has this type of an environment. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, that's the one. So I'm like, all right, book it. Because I was surprised it was still available during that time right after, you know, New Year's. So we drive all the way up there. And uh, as I'm checking in, there's literally people everywhere. There's snow on the ground, and, and it's like very, like, took forever to get there. Now, how, how long are we talking? I, I have no concept. Three and a half hours okay. to go 86 miles. Right. You know, right. that type of okay. thing. Plus, we decided we were ran, running late. We still left at like three o'clock on LA traffic, right? Right. Perfect. So we get there, and this the front desk lady, now, mind you, I have nothing against the lodge at Big Bear, but the overall. Uh, I, how do we say this intelligence level from top to bottom from I'm talking the boss to the person <laughs> that is cleaning the rooms is probably all about the same. Okay. <laughs> oh so, dear. so then, oh, so oh, she oh. tells me that that's not the type of room we have. So I'm, you know, and you know, when, you know, that moment when you're giving the front desk person a hard time, and it's not what you want. Right. And you, and you like, how much of a dick do you right. want to be? Right. And, and what, I, what's the right amount of dick to get what you want? Yeah. Versus having them turn against you. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I know this is not your fault. You know, I know you do a great job. I, you know, this is just like, you, I drove, and I did the whole LA douchebag thing. Like I drove all the way up here from LA. You know, uh-huh. like, you know, like, I didn't say it in that voice, no but shit. I felt so douchey saying it. Well, of course, but. You were promised the well, room I, with the thing in the middle and the and I said, and, is this, the, and I said, who's the who who booked this room? They're like, you know, sir, I'm sorry, this person's no longer here. I go, no shit. Yeah, they because were all I said to them was, I need the room overlooking the pool, <laughs> and it's got a giant living room and rooms on the end, and it overlooks the pool. Is that the one? Okay, so fast forward, I get into the room. It is like out of the 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 Northwoods Love Fest. What? cabin it <laughs> ha- it's not even a, it doesn't even have a separate bedroom it has a queen bed and in the middle of the room there's a giant hot tub that y- you can you imagine how <laughs> disgusting that must be in the in the middle in of the, the middle room? of the room Okay. okay, with like all these rocks around it, it looks like you need candles. I, I thought I was going to walk in, and there's already going to be rose petals in it. Right, right? or you I get in like, there and you, you go to the '80s all of a sudden it, with John Cusack. One hundred percent. You got to be careful. I thought Cusack was going to come out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. So, not, well, not not out of the closet, figuratively. Right. No. Not, no, literally. literally. Yes. Yes. Right. Literally. <laughs> um, so there's a random, the bar is terrible. There's not even a, uh, a refrigerator. There's one TV in like the other side. You can't even watch TV from the bed. So this is what the living, so the, the sleeping situation. I go back down. I said, first of all, this is canceled. I'm not staying here three nights. No way in hell. Right. So I'm only staying here one night because I've already, I already called the other hotels. There's nothing else different. I got to stay in this room. I'm certainly not driving three hours back to LA right now. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, the kids are like, we're here and they're excited. Right. So, here's the sleeping arrangements. We went out to a very nice dinner, though. We made the made the best out of it. Had some great family time. We come back for, for for sleeping, and all the kids are sick. Everybody's coughing. If I make it through this whole show without whole show without coughing, it'll be a freaking <laughs> miracle. So this is how the sleeping arrangements were. the 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 smaller the the smaller twin slept in that hot tub. Okay. 
Okay, what? Yep, she slept in the hot tub. I made her like a nice soft bed for her. Empty. Now, mind you, I also tried to get extra blankets. They didn't have any extra blankets or any extra pillows because they told me that they were over. Too many people came for New Year's and everybody stole a bunch of stuff. So they had no extra cots, (laughs) no extra blankets. I finally had to help the guy wait for it to come out of the dryer. No, I tipped him twenty dollars. Down in the basement with the laundry guys. Yes, there's only two people working in the night shift. I'm down there. It's now nine o'clock at night. I paid him twenty dollars to get me some oh freaking an extra couple pillows so we and i and i stole i didn't steal them because i left them in the hotel but i stole three of the uh, yoga mats out of the gym smart put those down i thought that was smart very smart. right because i was out of i didn't have any extra blankets threw the three yoga things down a later blankets and i and i got it like 20 towels okay <laughs> so my, oh the, my. The, the 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 smaller twin sleeps in the hot tub the i sleep there's no couch i push Two chairs together with an ottoman in the middle. Okay, so I got from left to right, right. chair, ottoman, chair. Right now, not big chairs. No, like my, they're about my shoulders could touch both sides of the arms, and I slept there in the living room, and I used wow. three towels as a blanket. <laughs> oh my god! Not kidding. Dude, what the hell Christine, is happening? Christine slept in the bed with the other two kids, and the people were coughing all night. Oh. Yeah, you know, the lights were going on. I almost tripped down the like the you know the 1980s steps. There's like there was six <laughs> oh, steps no. in this, this studio it apartment. It wasn't sunken. Oh, like living room three times sunken. No, there's three to different the levels jacuzzi. to the jacuzzi. <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, it's like so the TB ward at the Overlook yeah, so, Hotel. Like, <laughs> like what is happening? Exactly. Oh my god. All right. So so we 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 pull the plug. We get up the well, next yeah. morning. We do have a nice breakfast. We drive to Santa's Village in Lake Arrowhead. Do you remember Santa? Santa's Village. Yeah. What do you What do you mean? Like the old school Santa's Village, like the where you. Yeah. Like I thought that was closed. I thought that was totally so it closed. It did close like a long down. Time ago. It closed down. Reopened a few years ago. New investors. Are you come kidding? In, and it is now spectacular. Wow. Now, when I was a kid, so I was born in California, and my grandparents were all in California. So that that was like maybe bigger than Disneyland because you can go to yeah. Disneyland anytime but go to Santa's vi- like yeah. Santa's Village yeah so it's back in action wow that's so amazing is, and I'm this is our second tomorrow. yeah I bet so this was our second year last year we went a couple days before Christmas and as you can imagine it was like a yeah. nightmare I am never going before Christmas again no because Santa was still there the kid still oh, really? he thinks he's just taking so some time off. That's where he chills after. Yeah. And he's a real, he's got a perfect beard. The, the elves are everywhere. The kids got, the, it's, it literally feels like you're at the North Pole. On January 3rd? On January that's 3rd. Perfect. It was, there was practically no one there, right? We got to have some kind of uh, something's brewing. Oh, for, uh, on location. On location. Yes, that would be village great. show. Yeah. So they, I mean, they, they and then they, they had a magician show. The guy was a really good magician. He oh made a God, table so fly jealous. into the into the crowd. I swear what, to God, I don't know how he made. About? I don't. I don't. He, he obviously it was an illusion. He's not really in a like. Ma- I don't think magic but a is table? real. Yeah, a table like into a little the crowd, like a little like you know a little uh, like nightstand table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best part though is we got Brooklyn a uh, uh, a, a magician kit. For Christmas, no. So she now wants to be a magician. <laughs> I'm like, oh, perfect. Just like Daddy that's wants a, to be a performer. That's a very lucrative field, from what I understand. One hundred percent. So this guy was spectacular. Wow. Fast forward, Brooklyn and I go ice skating. All everybody goes ice skating first. By the mm-hmm. way, now mind you, we're talking three kids. Yeah. That have all grown up in Southern California. Right. This is this is Brooklyn's second time on the ice. And your kids are in the what age zone? Like you know, f- twins are four and a half, 
Brooklyn six and a half. Twins have never been on the ice. This is Brooklyn's second or third time on the ice. Let's back up. When I was a kid growing up, we right. had an ice skating rink in the backyard. <laughs> right. And 50 pairs of that ice you skates. you made yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad would Zamboni it. The whole neighborhood <laughs> would come over like you're at the at the roller rink. What, do you and, have like an attachment for your lawnmower or something? Oh, you no. Know, he, he actually had a little push Zamboni. No, he did not. Of course he did. I mean, he was a plumber. So he, he had all this cool stuff. But the, better, wow. the best thing was we had 40 plus pairs of ice skates for the whole neighborhood <laughs> would oh come into our basement get no. your own pair of ice skates right. and then the, the the whole town would be ice skating in my backyard with christmas tree lights That's and a fire pit like you see what i'm right the, you know what you're practically canadian practically well we're not that far away <laughs> um, no it's not that so far you right. see the difference that's yeah it's a little night and day so yeah brooklyn though got way uh much better um but i the, the skates were terrible. I fell multiple times because they weren't sharp. And I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, can you give me a pair of sharp skates? He goes, dude, are you, are you, are you kidding, kidding, kidding me? Are you kidding me? village. This is Santa's village. Take off someone's foot. Yeah, we haven't sharpened these skates in five years. So <laughs> why don't you just go back out there and make the best out of it, huh? Yeah. All right, so here's the, here, but here's the, the, the worst part of it. So we're having a fantastic day. I'm in the climbing, like this, they have this thing that looks like it's into a tree and it's a climbing, uh, climbing walls above padded walls it only goes up about 10 feet and and they don't have any ropes or anything because it's you know, not that high mm-hmm. i got two of the kids one's climbing over here and the other one's climbing over here she gets all the way top falls all the way down oh. falls funny on the thing <gasps> wants us to take her to the doctor i'm like well listen i've i've oh, had a God. lot of shoulder injuries sweetheart right let me take a look at it <laughs> make her a little swing in. sling with my like computer bag seriously <laughs> yeah and i just think you know what honey it's gonna be all right so I'm I'm almost done with my anecdotal personal stories because it, it I was literally then I get home, go back to work, and that was today, right? Okay. So I get back to work, had a, bu- a bunch of like issues from all all the clients are renewing one one, so nothing's done right, and right. you know the world's crashing down with the insurance carriers, and so I go to the gym, I get some things done to the and during the day, I go to the gym, I do the sauna, executive workout, sauna, steam room, hot tub, mm. and I got my phone, I check it, respond, go to the shower, come back, somebody's jacked my phone, I'm like, you got to be kidding oh. me, this isn't an LA Fitness, all right, you know, so I come back, I'm like, I'm all pissy, my I'm literally gonna go crazy <laughs> i'm not feeling well i go to the front desk i call my phone they don't answer i like did anyone bring a phone and i wait a few more minutes to come back call again nobody brings it in i'm like does anyone know where the nearest apple store is i think it's over here i sprint to the apple store because now i got to be home to pick up the kids sprint right. to the apple store put in my name because i'm about to buy whatever thousand dollar i10 you know that does my taxes right I just tell the guy, I want to buy a new phone right now. I know exactly what, what it is. Like, can can I buy a phone right now? So right. go, oh, let me put you on the list. It'll be five to 10 minutes. 15 minutes later, I asked the guy, how far am I on the list? He's like, you're number six. I'm like, you seriously, you realize I want to spend a thousand plus dollars right now. And this is what you're, this yeah. is how this works. And that is a mystery of the, of, of the Apple store is you're, you're in line behind people that need help buying a case for their iPhone 7. Or you know need, I mean? like, need to fix their phone. Right. Like, 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 why can't you just hand me you should be able to move a thousand dollar phone right now and take my card yeah or have a normal checkout counter 
right? Like you have like we who wants to line. buy a phone? Right. Instead, it's there's a bunch of you know ants and bees just buzzing around, and yeah. and the and the and the Apple people think that they are literally like the coolest human beings on the planet, and the way that they right. you know they right. they hover around, and then one guy takes your name, but then and then you're thinking, but how did that get to everyone else? Because I've seen other guys now come and ask people like, did right, you put in right. you know decent looking guy with a vest on named Corey <laughs> and told me to stand over here because yeah. there's no not even in a specific yeah, how do you area. Know I'm Corey. Right. But so, there's always seven people up at the front not doing anything. Yeah, I, I know. They're just chatting about uh, the, so the benefit here's package. why I believe, yeah, here's why I believe in the universe and, and you know, how things work in the right way. Ready? Mm-hmm. So, because I'm a spiritual man. I'm not overly religious, but I'm spiritual. So, I'm a, I've been there way too long and my True. ears are about to have the, you know, the, this, uh, you know, smoke coming out of my ears, right? <laughs> okay. Right then, oh. kid you not, the mall down in Manhattan Beach, you know, the that oh, whole that Manhattan sure, Beach yeah. mall where they're doing all the parking uh-huh, bullshit. Uh-huh. All of the electricity goes out in the whole mall. Right as the I'm whole... a, right as I'm like about to go nuts. Just that's like it. all the lights off in Holy the whole cow. mall. <laughs> I look around, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right. Get out of there, sprint home, because I'm now I'm late. Get to my wife. I'm like, can I borrow your phone? I got to make a couple work calls still. It's like now right. 4.30. Somebody stole my phone. She goes, did you try to find the iPhone feature? <laughs> and I said to her, um, honey, thank you. Yin and yang, right. man, woman. Right. Appreciate it. Because right. I was sprinted to the Apple store to spend a thousand dollars. Almost killed a couple people. Literally. Like I, I was going backwards through the parking lot. Right, like, <laughs> seriously, because like, there's no parking. Anyway, and she just like well, pull it up. Can you just do the thing that? Yeah, yeah, I pull it up. Guess where it's at? At the gym still. Mm. So I call him, and I say, guys, if you have, you remember me? I was the guy that was going crazy, calling everybody a thief. <laughs> I remember that guy? <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, Corey, we felt so bad. We knew you were going to buy a new one. We tried to catch you, but we have, yeah, we have it. So now you have that euphoric. You know when you think you lost sure, your wallet, yeah. or you think you lost your phone? Yeah. But this was like going. This went for an hour and a half, and I just described my days prior right. and how I was feeling. Right. So talk about euphoric, huh? Yeah. So I sprint down there, get the phone, and that was a couple hours ago. So, so I'm you're, feeling good. You've been up and down and all around. Um, uh, anyway, oh so can, so a reminder: don't yes. forget if you're an Apple uh, product person <laughs> that there's the Find Your iPhone feature. Yes, very important. <sighs> all right, very useful. Yeah, moving on. So, uh, college basketball hoops recap. Um, I know you probably aren't aware. Uh, Dan, but Kansas. Remember we had Eric Chenoweth on? Kansas lost. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, really? he's lucky we didn't call him in and to brag. Kansas lost to a Pac-12 team, ASU. They're no longer number one. Oops. So I am a little concerned that Chenoweth's not going to come on the show anymore because I have a feeling that that had something to do with it. Oh. What do you think? I think that's bad. Yeah. You think we could be some sort of omen or jinx on? Well, I, I don't know. At least not the non-Pac-12 teams? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm a little concerned. So anyway, shake up. Duke's now number one. Mm. But let's move on to the more important thing in college basketball from where we sit on something's brewing. So UCLA basketball fired Steve Alford after six seasons. I know you don't know who Steve Alford is. Uh, he is the former coach of UCLA basketball. Thank you. So he never won a Pac-12 championship. He never made it past the Sweet 16 in the six years that he was there. Um, and I've been getting a lot of, uh, of questions about like what happened, you know, whatever. Right. So I'm gonna, I've been saying this ever 
since he took over, and I'm not afraid to say it here today. He was fired. He lost his job three years ago, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I have no ill will against Steve or yeah. his son Bryce, uh -oh. but his son played more minutes at UCLA than any other basketball player in the history of UCLA. And let's take a so you'll get I'm getting to the point. And I know this is a little bit this is a little touchy, but here's why he got fired 3 years ago. He chose family over and you know every anyone that's listening has played for their dad, you know, their coach, your dad right, was a it's, coach. It's a, right. All right, well now your dad's the coach of one of the most prestigious <laughs> basketball schools in the country. Right. Right. And you only had two scholarship offers, one to New Mexico where you were a superstar in high school because let's be honest, it's Mexico, New Mexico. Right. Um, and then your other offer was from UCLA where your dad now became the head coach. Right. Okay. So he only has two offers. He ends up starting as a sophomore and he starts the next three years. And every time that that, oh. and, and now I might, like I said, he played more minutes and he's now in the record books because he played so because much. He, right. Because if you're any good at basketball in college, you don't play for four years. You follow me? Right. Most, oh, right, yeah, right. 99% of college basketball players that are any good play one or two. And then they're gone. Right. So this guy- so, so not only is dad the coach putting him in all the time- He played forever. But he played for- Right. Right. Literally after graduation, he and, was probably- And think of it up. like this, Dan, and, and listeners. Every time, and again, I, I mean this sincerely, I have nothing against either one of them, but here's the facts. Every time that he was on the court- there was a blue chipper that chose UCLA over Duke, Kansas, or Kentucky sitting on the bench instead of playing in front of him. Now, and I Ooh. know this for a fact because Ooh. multiple players that were there while he was there played less time than him right. and went to the NBA while he was still playing. No. Yeah. Like played less time in and in in in, in averaged less minutes. Right. And then got drafted. And then we're right. <laughs> what does that tell you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So my point about he got fired three years ago is it, it, because he made a big risk. Yes. But he, and I don't and I don't, I'm not, I don't have any sons. I don't know what that's like. But then then his son is gone, and he had a 21 and 12 season, and they said okay, 21 and 12 is not that good, but you will give you one more chance. And it he he, had, he was seven and six. And the, in the UCLA, I'm not the only one, by the way, that says what I just said. Like yeah, the, no, I no. didn't just like uncover a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I mean, right. he's he's the only six foot white kid out there, <laughs> right? Like, and and know, he's out there all the time. He's like, out there what all the time. Hell is that? Wait, who always got the same name as the coach? Oh, now I oh, get it. One plus one. Oh, oh okay, got it. I thought I was in college now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I just I needed to share that because it's been it bothered me. I didn't even I wouldn't even watch it when when that was happening. Yeah, so, that'd have to be tough. Yeah. yeah, so it's tough. So so you remember the, remember the Belmont Bruins? Yeah, very. Uh, we lost so, to them. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Really? And we got crushed by Liberty. I don't even know where the hell Liberty uh, yeah, is. is. Was that a school? It's a it's a college. Really? Yeah. Division one. So we, if you can believe that. Really? Yeah, we lost to them. We got crushed. So moving on from a coaching uh, a vacancy standpoint, uh, uh, so we're, we're, there's talk. Uh, the alumni faithful, you know, I know some of the big money guys. So they're, they're talking about Rick Pitino, who's, you know, got plenty of issues, uh, but is 
coach. I think he's coaching in like Greece right now, but he was a fantastic, uh, uh, you know, college coach. Mm. Didn't didn't have a lot of success, but he's a huge name, great recruiter. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But he's also yeah. got some issues. I think he, you know, is banging some, you know, hookers at a restaurant oh, type of thing. Yeah. But but hey, who cares? We can overlook that. But he's, he's a gonna, big name, so it's one of those kind of <laughs> easy. If he's going to win, then like, I think we'll be fine. Well, yeah. So Hooker's the other guy is Fred Hoiberg, though, from the Bulls, who you know, hometown oh. uh, Chicago. Yeah, he got fired from Chicago Bulls, and there's a little bit of talk about him coming. I think he would be a, a better fit than Patino. I think we're just asking for issues with Rick Patino. That ship has sailed. So I hope that the 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 Bruins go with Fred Hoiberg uh, for for those reasons. So anyway. I wanted to get that off my chest. I don't see the Bruins coming back and winning any Pac-12 championships this year. So uh, maybe ASU is going to be our team, but we still have Kansas to root for because right. of our relationships. Right, absolutely. All right, moving on. College football bowls. So uh, another, again, big thanks to Rusty Williams last week for for his hospitality with uh, you know my our whole family, uh, you know, taking over his house. They, <laughs> the, he's got four kids. Just we remember. got three. They all slept in the living room. My he, my he favorite was, quote of the podcast: uh, Our wives look like two lesbian lumberjacks. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I thought we were going to not bring that up again. But they oh, sorry. So I was giving my wife very a hard, hot lesbian lumberjacks. Yes. Let's be clear. I know, but we got to be like in this era of political correctness. Oh, that's right. But um, we're going to talk about that later. They so. looked. They but looked she, like my wife really by. did. I, we, that wasn't a joke. My wife showed up. She got a red flannel shirt on right. we get there his wife walks out with a red flannel shirt boom on. <laughs> nailed it yeah so we had to talk about it of course you know it's like there's first of all there's nothing wrong with being a lesbian let me tell you that right now no but when you think of two women dressed up in red it's flannels pretty, that's pretty what happens right so we had a great time he's got a beautiful pool and, and the kids swam and we had a barbecue and just caught up nice. and, and you know and i thought he, he and i did a great job together uh, yeah. but i thought it lacked some of the commercial appeal that you and i have in the studio <laughs> What do you it, think? It's the it's the <laughs> it's the sexy that we bring. Yeah, you're right. You know, because he's he's he and I are very similar. Is that right? Yeah, like you know, ex athletes. Yeah. Oh, that know, way, sure. Salespeople. Sure. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, lumberjack wife. <laughs> lumberjack wives. You um, are not an ex athlete. No. You know. No. You're not out schlepping. No. You know, commercial real estate. No, I, I should be, but no. <laughs> so anyway, so but no, we're uh, don't worry, Dan. Your your our partnership is secure. Okay. Are we okay. Good. Thanks. But I do want to point out. We talked. To, if you remember, we went through some of the bowl games, and we mm-hmm. were over seventy five percent on our picks. You know, Rusty is a big gambler. And he was. Yeah. He was he was very good on a lot of those games. Let me take uh then if you follow me, after I was there, the following day, ended up going to the semifinals game in Dallas in person. Oh nice. So something's brewing was at Jerry's World. All <laughs> nice. right. That's uh Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys. We've talked about them. Oh. And we had owners club seats. VIP no. parking. I I was I was still not feeling Seriously? good. Seriously? Yeah, we we had hired a driver, my buddy and I. We parked so close to the stadium. I got out, hocked a loogie on the stadium from my car. <laughs> from the car. That's how close we are. <laughs> that really is the test of. <laughs> if, if you can hock a loogie, if, if you, you know you've made it when you can hock a loogie <laughs> from, from your, your car, parking spot onto the stadium. Yeah. That, so well, congratulations. My point of humble bragging uh, about sure. being in the owner suite That's is hot, that man. if yeah. anyone has not been in the owner suite at, at Cowboy Stadium. Holy shit. I Looks would imagine like, most of the listeners have been there for sure. Totally. No question. Yeah. So, so yeah, what's that it like? It feels like you're on a spaceship <laughs> headed to <laughs> the outer 
uh, it's headed to Mars. Right. The most luxurious spaceship. You can't, there's no windows, but there, everyone is nice. I actually met Jerry Jones. He did a little speech. I said hello to right? him and Chris Christie. You know, the big governor what? from New Jersey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, slow down, slow down. Yeah. So you're in, a, you're in Dallas at the in, in the owner's box of the Cowboys. Uh-huh. And you met Chris Christie. Yes. The former well, governor or whatever New Jersey, of yeah. New Jersey. Okay, yep. sure. That makes sense. Yeah, previous uh, uh, presidential candidate. And I got it. And I shook wow. his hand and said hello and said, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then after I wasn't looking, I put this, my something's brewing hat with him in the picture. Are you serious? Yes. So then sit 50-yard <laughs> line, 50-yard line for the Clemson-Notre Dame game. Nice. Pack Stadium. Got to tell you a really cool moment, though. So it's inside, obviously, mm-hmm. and you can't. So you can't have a flyover when it's a domed stadium. Yeah, no, yeah. But here's what they had for the flyover. For those of you that watched it, I hopefully you did. I got a great video of this. Drones. <laughs> good, 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 uh, good guess. Shut up, geek. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading your mind now. Shut up, geek. <laughs> So sorry. So you can't a have a freaking go- uh, uh, an American eagle, a bald eagle, a huge bald eagle flies during the national anthem multiple times, lands on people's shoulders in the crowd. If they were plants, if they were planted in the crowd, and the eagle knew who they were, you could not tell. And the eagle would land in certain sections almost on time, like do his head move and then get up and fly around again and land again. And then right as a crescendo, he like flies through the thing and out the, out into the tunnel. Are you serious? It was the, he, he was, Holy hung, it was a, such a cool experience. I've n- I never have seen, had an animal experience like that in my life. What is it? But, well, I know exactly what it is. Like, listen, we're both proud Americans. Yeah. And I respect the flag, love the flag, national anthem, all that. But something about seeing a bald eagle just, man, that would be just amazing. It was amazing. Holy cow. So we'll get that up on the website. That too. is crazy. It was really cool. How do you train a bald Are you even allowed to train a bald eagle? Yeah, Aren't I think like completely I, <laughs> endangered and protected and all that. Well, he's probably got a good agent. He must. <laughs> so he's with ICM. He's very well managed. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's doing fine. Yeah. So uh, recapping a little more college bowl action. So a couple days later, you know, again, you are like, you serious? You like do the you, smash. L- let me ask you something. When are you home? I'm home all the time. Are you really? Yeah. I'm home all the time. We have to talk uh, time I, management later because no, 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 you're I'm getting home, a lot done. And I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm home nothing. all the time. I work all the time. And by the way, when I'm doing all this stuff, I'm doing it with clients. I'm doing it with prospects. I get paid to be me, Dan. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> How that? I felt good. I never said it exactly <laughs> like that. No, but that's. But it is true though. Yeah. Like you just go around being Corey Paws. Yeah. And, and you make that work. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, moving on, my brother comes to town because University of Washington played against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Your brother. And you were going to come to that, but I ran out of tickets. I apologize. Was I really? Yeah. Wait, what's your brother's name again? Casey. Casey. And he played. What's his last name? <laughs> Pause. It is. Okay. And he played quarterback at Washington. Yeah. I remember he was, he had that beautiful season where they won like one game. Um, but it was nice to spend some time with him. We don't get a chance to see each other too often. We had a nice dinner on New Year's Eve, and then I had a beautiful day at the game. Um, then, and you can't beat the Rose Bowl. Uh, it really is the granddaddy of them all. Um, it was a little cool out from a temperature standpoint, but then fo- if you're following my storytelling. So now the next flyover I did see, an actual flyover, stealth bomber flyover. 
Seriously. And, and I had and I How big is a stealth bomber? It's 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 pretty big, but I don't know the exact dimensions. I would say it's probably f- 35 to 40 yards wide from the wings. <laughs> wow. But here's the thing. The last couple years and I haven't missed a Rose Bowl by the way in like 10 years. I've been at every one in the last 10 years. So and I, but I've never, I'm always like entertaining, you know, clients and, and whatnot. Sure. So I never, and on our suite is, it has a little bit of an overhang. So you, you can't see the, the stealth bomber until like for only for a couple seconds and you have to lean over mm. or you won't see it at all. Mm-hmm. If you're inside the stadium and on the, like the, you know, 10 rows up, you get to see much more of it. Right. So I said this year, I am not going to forget. I go out and I knew their flight pattern because I'd already talked to all security that I knew. So here's the cool thing. They had two stealth bombers. Okay. <laughs> oh, of course they did. Preparing. Because wow. and they're just kind of circling, and I got great video of the two of them circling because they're not sure exactly when they're going to need to come. Because then one comes over us, and mm-hmm. while the other one shoots to another bowl game immediately. Seriously, right? it's so cool. So I have wow. vid- this this year. I got video of the stealth bomber coming over the Pasadena Mountains, and I have like. 10 seconds of it. I zoom in, then I zoom out as it goes right over my head. <laughs> like I'm a f- cameraman for a Netflix original series. Right, right. And that kind of is the military version of an, a bald eagle. It, you know it's what I mean? Be. Like, can yeah. you imagine 70, 80 years ago? I don't know what my no math way. is. When it, it, that's still, and talk about technology, that's still the same oh, yeah. plane yeah. that dropped two atomic ba- bombs on Japan. It is? Yes. All right, now you're freaking me out. I know. We've had those that long. That's my point. All right, I got to look that up. That's because it looks so cool. Did yes. it look weirder then? Let, uh, no, it looks exa- almost exactly the same. Wow. So my point is the technology's been around that long, so how right. scary is that? Right. Right? Right. So how much, and I guarantee it's been upgraded. <laughs> yeah, a couple times. And, well, and now, mind you, you couldn't even hear it. Until the for a split second, you couldn't you couldn't hear shit. Seriously, that's why it's called a stealth bomber, well, yeah. and it doesn't even look like it should fly. It looks like an alien spaceship. It doesn't have your normal jet, like your your normal uh, engine wings. It doesn't look. It shouldn't fly. Right. It looks like a giant frisbee. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, like a, a, a boomerang. So it is quiet though. It's, See, it's I mean, I know practically it, like, you can't find it on a radar and all that stuff, but but you also just standing there when it flies by, you can barely hear it. That's nuts. Until it drops a bomb on you. Well, and then anyway, too late. <laughs> so I, I, you know, Dude, enough about awesome. flyovers. But yeah, you know, hey, to your point, hey, fly. How many? You know, how hey. often do you see a stealth bomber? Yeah, not that often. No. So we got to get that up on on front too. Please. So, and I am going to be at the uh, the college football finals on Monday. Oh yeah, at Levi Stadium, up in Santa Clara. Where's that? Oh yeah, yeah, up in uh, Silicon Valley. So I'm go- just a quick day trip. And going uh, up with some uh, some work folks and some friends, so I and I I was at the Clemson Alabama game in 2015, the first time they played. So this will be the third time, Dan. A little history lesson from college football. Okay. First of all, Alabama, huge kudos to them. Four college football finals in a row. All right. Wow. But Clemson has been to three in those four years. The first year they played Alabama in 2015 in Glendale, Arizona. Flew there in a private jet, by the way. Was at that game. Nice. 
flew right in right for the game flew right out after the game that game they scored 40 points in the fourth quarter oh my god seriously yeah, but we were we we actually left like in the middle of fourth quarter lot missed a huge ending the following year clemson beats them alabama mm-hmm. then clemson doesn't make it and i think uh, i forget alabama played uh georgia last year now they're back again my money's on clemson mm-hmm. they're a minus they're minus five uh, underdog, they're down from six and a half. My money's on Clemson. I think it's going to be uh, a fantastic game, but I think Clemson wins outright, and um, I'm pretty excited to to be at that game. That's going to be my last college football game of the season, Dan, because it is wow. the last college football great. game of the season. So moving on, awesome. NFL playoffs, wild card weekend. I hope that this year, now that we're you and I are working together, that you're going to be a little more in tune to the college, uh, to the NFL playoffs. Well, I do have a quick question. Um, what's a wild card um, thing? So it's not it's it's it's, it's not uh, season play or whatever. No, it's what happens when uh, in all sports, almost in all sports. I don't think uh, actually they don't do it. No, sorry, they do it in NFL and they do it in baseball. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. So our other the other uh, major sporting. Um, uh, leagues don't have a wild card. So it okay. basically what it means is that you didn't win your division and you, mm-hmm. and you didn't make it to the playoffs with by winning your division, mm-hmm. you are a wild card. Mm-hmm. So they take okay, two gotcha. teams from the AFC and two teams from the NFC that make the wild and card. And they duke it up. And that allows the top two teams from each uh, division or each AFC and NFC mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. have a week off. Oh, so they idea. fill in... They fill Those that, guys. That, that first round of the playoffs with four wild card teams, mm-hmm. while four other teams that were the best in each two of each division right. get to take the week off. All right, I'm sorry for making no, it's okay. That, and you actually, I, I felt like I was almost <laughs> like, wow, this is I've never described it like that to a <laughs> ten didn't. to a five year old. <laughs> Uh, so I tried to describe it like a five-year-old. You, you did an excellent okay, job. Okay, so on Saturday, we got the AFC Indianapolis <laughs> at Houston. Houston is minus one and a half. I like Houston winning the game and covering, and I'll tell you what, if, if, if you can pick a dark horse in the NFL playoffs, Houston is my dark horse. You heard it here. Okay. Number two, NFC, Seattle at Dallas. Dallas is minus two. Seattle wins that game outright. I think Dallas mm. is going to choke. We've talked shit about Dallas already for, throughout this, this, this Something's Brewing episodes. We might as well stick to what we, what we believe in. Let's do it, um, but I also team. yeah, but I also believe that uh, Sunday. Well, and I like I like Seattle. You know why? Why? A uh, big fan of Frazier. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I hope somebody gets that <laughs> reference. All right, on Sunday we got the Chargers at, at Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore's minus three. Chargers are going to win that outright. The Chargers are, are my dark horse. But as Rusty said last week, you can't really have a dark horse that's like won eleven games or twelve games. Um, but <laughs> anyway, they're still the wild card team. Hey, so right. Uh, NFC Philadelphia at the Bears. Bears minus six and a half. So Nick Foles is the quarterback for the Eagles right now, but he's he's not feeling great. But I can't imagine he doesn't play but if he plays and he's super healthy i'm actually concerned because i think that those eagles are going to rally around him and even though the bears have a phenomenal defense and my heart is obviously with the bears Mm -hmm. don't be surprised if nick Foles lights it up and the eagles win i do not want that to happen i want the bears to win because i'm just i'm just being honest about the, the analysis of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Mitch Trubinsky is a much better quarterback than Rex Grossman was. The, and for the Bears fans out there, obviously, I know you remember, we made it to the Super Bowl with sexy Rex playing <laughs> like about as well as I did in high school. 
but mm-hmm. one of the best defenses in the NFL. We have another phenomenal defense with a better quarterback, mm. but it's a totally different F- NFL, and we'll see which Mitch Trubinsky comes to play because you're still going to have to score some points yeah. to win the game. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, and I'm also hoping that the Bears win because guess what happens then, Dan? The Bears come all the way to Los Angeles. I don't have to go to Chicago to see the game because I was going to go this weekend, but I did kind of forget that it's my wife's birthday tomorrow. So. <laughs> I mean, I didn't forget it was you, tomorrow. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't word it that way at home, right? No, and I and I know her birthday is January fifth, but I just didn't realize January fifth was tomorrow. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I was going to go to the game back in Chicago, but then she's leaving for a few days, so I'm not going to get to the go go to the game. So that as long as the Bears win, though, they come to LA, it makes it a lot easier. That's great. So that should be cool. Um, and then very excited to before we get to our closing remarks, very excited about next week. We have uh, Mr. Drew Bennett joining us for yeah. for an interview. Um, That's big, ten man. ten plus veteran in the NF ten plus year veteran in the NFL wide receiver for the Titans and the Rams. Uh, played college football with him. Uh, great friend and 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 a, and a fantastic storyteller. And uh, so next week, if you love the NFL, we're going to be doing a great interview with Drew, uh, recapping the games and uh, the outlook on the uh, divisional round as well. Awesome. So so Dan, I'm actually really looking forward to you meeting uh, one of my uh, you know good friends on the planet. Um, so I lastly, I, I hope I hope so. You better get a good night's sleep before that. <laughs> All right. In closing, let's talk about Paul's Law number four, which is never play Paul. Awesome. As a recap, pause law number one, keep a positive attitude at all times. Number two, remember to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. By the way, did you hear Rusty Williams' uh, positioning his, himself for success story? Did you get to that part? Which which one was it? Which so I was ta- it was at the end of last week's episode where... I said, you know, the third pause law was position yourself for success. And I gave yeah. him credit for for trying to play in the NFL at the same time studying for his commercial real estate license. And, you know, he was being humble. Like that guy has been successful from day one. Uh, and, and he was, he humbly accepted the fact that he, he's not the brightest guy on the planet. Like, you know, I used, to, I used to be shocked at how terrible he was at spelling. And he told the story too. <laughs> but, you know, he, he was such a hard worker and positioned himself so beautifully for success in it that I thought the story was great. great. Anyway, so moving on to Never Play Possum. So I know that sounds somewhat obvious, but I want to take a little, take it a little bit deeper. So you know the animal, the possum, plays I, I, dead. Yeah, I hate possums. I do too. Yeah, I have. They're just they're disgusting we, we animals. We have them around here. I, and they're giant. They're huge. And, they, and, so, and, they, and I think they can kill and the cats. Probably. So... You know, we got we have cats all over, just ridiculous. Um, but they kill the rats. <laughs> Get it? Hey, uh, man, poet, and I didn't even know it. So, <laughs> you don't play possum. Never play possum, which is they pretend that they're dead. So. Mm-hmm. Don't be somebody you're not. But I, and I think too many times, you know, we talked about the pause and reflect aspect in looking at your uh, your your New Year's resolutions. And instead of making grand resolutions, you're going to focus on pausing and reflecting those certain buckets. Remember mm-hmm. that from mm-hmm. a few weeks yeah, ago? Yeah. Absolutely. So I think this is something that doesn't need to be a grand gesture to never play possum. But it's something that we can do on an ongoing basis, not just for a New Year's resolution. Because I think too many times, I know for myself personally, I'll speak for myself and maybe it resonate with some of the folks, but we're trying to be too many things, all things to all people, uh, you know, and, and we have to remember this all year long. 
because it, I can tell a couple of stories for, it took me a long time to be fully comfortable with who I was. I was a starting quarterback at UCLA. I went to, started going to class at the beginning of my career or walking on campus. And I want anyone to know who I was. I was always trying to hide. I wasn't comfortable with the fact that I was a starting quarterback. And, and I feel like, like then I went a little bit the opposite direction when I wasn't the starting quarterback, it was like almost the first thing I wanted to tell anyone mm. was like, <laughs> like, oh, like after you don't play in the NFL, you don't right. make millions of dollars. Then you, then you're like, you're, you're uncomfortable, like with just being an insurance salesman trying to make right. it in the world. You're like, Hey, I want to remind everybody that I, I also was a starting quarterback. But back when you are that person, you're not comfortable being that, being that person either. So now I feel like, you know, I've gotten a, you know, because of the pause laws, I've gotten a good control of that where, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a hardworking, you know, employee, and I used to play quarterback at UCLA. Mm-hmm. So I think it, during a, you know, a time when, uh, you know, obviously the political correctness that's going on in the world and opinions can be blown so far out of proportion one way or another, yeah. I want to encourage all of us to you know, remember to be more of yourself and that it's okay to be yourself. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Uh, and don't be afraid to be honest and truthful, but stay smart knowing that it in the era knowing the era of of political correctness mm-hmm. that we are in mm-hmm. so don't be stupid but don't be afraid to be yourself right so i'm going to leave it with that because uh, you know staying true to yourself and never playing possum so to speak um I could argue that that should be pause law number one, but I'm not going to change them now. So anyway, with that, again, hopefully everyone had some great holidays. Happy New Year. And uh, depending on when you're listening, have a great rest of your morning, a great rest of your day, or have a fantastic evening. And remember, with a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.